It's Mark and Shane on the Gentleman's Club. Hey everybody, Mark Myra and Shane Allen here. Welcome to the Gentleman's Club podcast. Shane? Mark? Oh, hey bud. What? What's going on there, Chief? We're we're in the we're in the in the thick of it with a with your baby coming, right? Isn't it, dude? Like now, shouldn't you have a baby by now? Yeah, I don't know when you put out this podcast, but I could have a baby right now oh, when this God. is released. Yeah, what are we gonna do about the podcast when the baby comes? No, the, I'm putting the baby on the podcast. Oh, great! And he, I, from what I hear from the ultrasounds, I've heard the heartbeat. Yeah. Also, I've heard. A lot of hot takes coming from him. He's uh, we've been playing a lot of like baby uh, Joe Rogan for him. Oh, in damn. the womb. Yeah, baby Rogan. It's been a while since I've uh, talked about Joe Rogan on this podcast. <laughs> I so I figured I'd bring him up. It's only every happen. podcast. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, I, I don't know. So right now we are, uh, you know, we're as we're recording this, we're two days away from the due date which is just like who fucking cares about the due date right like it's just made up it's just like a doctor's just like yeah I mean, this is probably when you fucked it it's about nine months after you fucked i don't so know we'll i feel that. like <laughs> you don't want to be too before the due date you know yeah, you want it, your baby cooked right but it's like it's so like the due date is like like i'm thinking of it like golf you know i'm gone full dead like the due date right they're like this is like where the flag is but like really they're just trying to get on the green, you know, they're trying to get in the sure. vicinity of yeah. the air, you know, they just don't want you to go too long or too early. So they just, it's just like a range, right? Well, I mean, yeah, you want to, you don't want to be chipping it in though. If we're keeping the golf metaphors going, you know, no, and I've been sticking it in her rough um, <laughs> right. for the last nine months. So I don't know if that's helping. And anytime he ejaculates, nothing but sand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. I've cut 17 other holes into her. I don't. <laughs> oh my God. Are you, is she okay? <laughs> no, she's dead. Um, I'm running out of golf ideas, but yeah, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Everybody's like, everybody's been, you know, coming out of the woodwork and tell me about their experiences. And they're just like, yeah, the first one always comes a little late. First one, always late. Uh, always late. And uh, I've I've tallied now four people telling me to have sex with my very pregnant wife yeah. to get it moving. It's like, does she want it? Right. I think if we weren't doing this podcast right now, I think we would be having sex. I'm stopping you. I'm stopping you from having sex with a very pregnant woman right now. It's not you. It's the Gentleman's Club listeners. They're the oh, biggest cock box wow. in the whole world. And they have been in my entire radio career. <laughs> I, I take great pride in the fact that I have taken a cold, mathematical, non-emotional um, approach to, to, your, to your baby and have not opened up to you at all or given you any advice. I think you're the first one that told me to have sex with my wife. <laughs> no, I do, no, I, I've been anti-having sex with, with women for a long time. That's, uh, that's what everybody in your comment section says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i um well i appreciate it you know uh, as a first time dad i appreciate uh, ma- the man i know with the most kids not giving me any advice <laughs> i i think it's great yeah i think that's how friendship should be <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> no i don't know man this is like i i know it's like this is old hat for you yeah like you could just you could just she could just have a kid right now and you'd be like, oh, fuck, all right, even- I'll figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, this is a new hat for you. This is a new hat. I am absolutely terrified. I'm still like she's at home. She's not working now. My wife. And but I'm still at work and I'm just like, I can't how I can't get anything done right now. All I'm thinking about is like, I have to keep my phone charged. I have to stop turning my ringer off. I keep on turning my ringer off, which is just insane. That's a subliminal thing. And I keep on like getting into situations where like I can't leave. And I'm just like, I can't can't do this. What I can't. My productivity is nothing right now. You literally agreed to another comedy show from me. That's just yeah. weeks away. <laughs> you are setting yourself up <laughs> to be on stage when sh- her water breaks. I keep on picking up other jobs. Like, I'm just like, I'm so stressed. I'm just like, I'll go work for Grubhub. Like, I just like Grubhub. <laughs> you delivering. panicking? <laughs> I'm delivering. So, yeah, I mean, but uh, it's it's fine. You know, once I was going to say, here's the my problem, because I. I mean, I was about to say, like, once the baby comes out, everything just clicks into place and you're fine. But that's only because I went full, like, I'm not kidding with my kids. I'm like full 1950s dad. Like, I just let Lily do it all. And I just kind of wrote I rode that train to the bank like Lily doesn't work. I work. I come home. She has all the plans for the kids. I, you know, I sit down on my recliner. Have the dog bring my phone over, click on some Twitter and masturbate until the cows come home. You're a regular Don Draper. That's what yeah. we always say. So, I mean, Elena's really good. If you want everything to click in place, Elena's really going to have to, you know, Quit her do job. all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Yeah. I keep on telling her to leave her job. Does she, she want to? No. Then she can't. I don't have health insurance. I'd have to quit my job. And I'm, I'm telling her I'm, I'm ready to quit. I'll quit anytime. Will she let you? Uh, probably not. I don't think we make enough. If we were, if we we're still in a, living in our old house, maybe. But now we got this big fat mortgage, you know. <clears throat> yeah. No, I'm I'm ready to be a stay at home dad. I mean, I'll just pick up some odd jobs, do some internet stuff. OnlyFans is back. I can show my butthole again, so that's fine. OnlyFans never left. I love that they <laughs> they they just like. They they bounced off of us the idea of not having naked women on there, and just the world was like a resounding no. <laughs> you gotta I, I keep love, the naked women on there. I loved like the reasoning behind it, which was just like they were gonna lose funding or like they're like the banks or something like that that they're involved with. They're yeah. like, listen, we've seen they like the bank just figured out what the content was. The just found morning. out. Yeah. They're like, wait, 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 what <laughs> is squeeze me? People are buying videos of like ladies fake getting raped in the woods. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. Key bank can stand behind this. Wait, know? wait, 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 wait. I've never been on OnlyFans. That's an option on there. That's one of the that's one of the videos. Yeah, Very that, interesting. That was uh, one of what's the, like one of those Internet gamer girls that turned like realized that oh i have a little bit of a following on the internet i can show my boobs and have sex yeah. on camera and get a million dollars in a day as yeah. one of those girls uh she got in trouble for that one every girl every um like every girl on twitter that has over thirty five thousand followers that's the sweet spot you have over thirty five thousand followers and you're like yeah. even a half attractive woman on on twitter you get guaranteed get at least a thousand of those followers to spend $10 a month on you. 
mm-hmm. on your OnlyFans and you're like set for the rest of your life just to live off of that. It's the dream. It's the dream. Yeah, we can't do shit though. No, we gotta we have this Patreon when we have to do a podcast. Oh, we have to use our brain instead of our nipples, and that's just <laughs> not what we're about. Dude, I I just found out. Did you know when when you apply for a job? I'm not applying for jobs. I just <laughs> I just re- I read about this. They will look into your financial past. They can look into your finances, or or they can a- ask to look into your finances. And if you're financially unstable, they won't give you the job because that that's more of a that's that's more of a chance that you're going to steal from them. Like that's a thing. Like I've jobs, never done that. Well, never ask for like your bank account statements so they can see if you're financially okay, so that they they know that you won't steal from them. Which is like, if somebody's financially unstable, can you please give them a job? right aren't those the people that need the jobs it's just like a really higher up type of position like a six-figure job this seems like a poor man rich man situation where they do it to both right like if you're gonna be a ceo you don't want to owe a bunch of russians a bunch of money like donald trump who we let become president. Um, and also, if you are a super poor person, they want to be like, you're not going to steal my Annie Ant's pretzels. I thought we were at the point with like job openings in America right now that they are hiring. They're, they're just doing open hiring now. Like they don't even do interviews anymore. They're just like, can you do you have a head that we can yeah. put a hat on? OK, you're in. Let's go get behind the counter. Serve up on a burg. Yeah, I I love this idea of people not being able to get more people to work. Like people not working is what I want this world to be. This is all I want out of the world. People just getting government checks and not working. And I'm being hundred percent honest with that. I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is, is it that bad? I mean, I guess our Taco Bell has been a little slower lately, but. The fast food has been slow. The deliveries have been slower. You know, yeah. the, Amaz- the Amazon packages aren't coming in two days. It's Is more that like really? Three. Oh, my. Well, this whole fucking world's crumbling. I mean, the Taliban's doing great, though. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Somebody point how much uh, I saw like a graphic of how much um, uh, weapons and trucks we left them mm-hmm. because like we just ditched out of there. I like. We ditched out of there. We left all the trucks and weapons and whatever. So they they have like like two thousand like like Jeep. I don't know what kind of Jeep four by four Tedeskis. I don't fucking know what a Jeep kind of Jeeps there are out there. Yeah, the, the Susan <laughs> the, Tedeskis, the, the Tedeski trucks that they left there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's how your brain works. I didn't think about that. <laughs> but we're thinking trucks, and you're like Tedeski. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Jeep truck. <laughs> Close up. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. Um, so two th- quite I know you have the answers to these about Afghanistan. Yes. Two questions. Right. So uh-huh. we, we had to like we had to get a bunch of people out of there, right? We had to get like a hundred thousand or something people out of there in the last couple of weeks since we left. Yeah. Why why wouldn't you get those people out of there before you took the all the, the military people out of there? Right? Like we took the military people out of there and then we we're just like <laughs> 
we were like um, Macaulay Culkin's mom at Home Alone. We were like, oh no, we left everybody else. Oh, yeah. hurry up, guys, hurry up! The Taliban's coming. Is ISIS K-pop is also coming? Like, why wouldn't we evacuate those people and then go? And now the military can come out and and like we let them take over the entire country. And then we're like, whoops, we forgot a bunch of people. Yeah, the yeah, the the people that's a rough on you. I agree with you. you. Should have taken that. But like the whole thing about like the the trucks and the materials and stuff like that. That were like, I think I saw Trump. Right, was like we got to get all that stuff back. Or we gotta, okay, we got to bomb them or whatever. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> but um, what do you do? You think that we could be sneaky about getting? a bunch of fucking Jeep Tedeschi's out of Afghanistan. <laughs> Tedeschi like, trucks. You, you don't think that the citizens would maybe catch on when a fucking fleet of fucking helicopters is just going away and not coming back? You don't think somebody would be like, eh, that seems a little funky, but you know, <laughs> I think that they might catch, you know, I, I don't know. The the whole the whole thing's amazing. Yeah, I guess I don't know how to leave a 20 year war. You know, I've never done it. My favorite thing I saw, I saw the John Oliver, um, you know, last week tonight about Afghanistan. And I, I love that our idea to help <laughs> with all the fucking helicopters that we were leaving over there, which they didn't have pilots for because nobody knew how to fucking fly them. They also didn't have mechanics for them. We were doing all the repairs on them. Their idea was that we as Americans could just zoom over there and help their mechanics fix shit. Dude. I love that. It's like Mark and I struggle with this podcast to get on the same page over Zoom. Fixing a fucking helicopter seems impossible. Yeah. I love that they work like just like how every small business is working in Rochester today. The U.S. government just like, we'll just zoom it. Let's set up a meeting. <laughs> we'll set up a Teams meeting, you know. <laughs> Get this like, going. I've, I've seen like psychologists and therapists say like they can't do virtual therapy. like, And that's just talking to one another. Like, like trying to explain somebody in your not your native language how to fix a fucking yeah. rotor blade i don't even know what the fuck they're called you know trying to fix a tedeschi truck <laughs> like what the fuck are you insane like yeah i don't do it i don't know i i don't think we i mean obviously we didn't predict that the taliban would just take over immediately but you it almost seems like we should have had a like, little bit of a better plan honestly just fucking props props to the taliban you know have you seen the, the pictures of the news broadcasts? No, I read I oh read, an, I read an, like a headline about it. They like, took over a news broadcast or made a guy say nice yeah. things about them. Like that nice guy. <laughs> they, they won't kill you if you're nice. Like it's like shit like that. And I, I didn't want to like disparage the Taliban, you know, uh, since they're probably going to take over this country very easily. It pretty seems quickly. Like it's pretty take quickly. a couple of Tadeshi trucks through this place yeah. and just rip us apart. But goddamn, the Taliban are not good looking men. Not, not good looking. And like, I I don't want to disparage, you know, people with eye issues, but like one of the more prominent Taliban members in those pictures with the newscaster, he has... He's got a wonky eye and he's holding uh, yeah. like a big AK-47. I'm like, this guy is a liability. Yeah, <laughs> like, you guys. There's a lot of friendly fire. This dude is looking 
in seven different directions at once. But yeah. I don't know why I was like, I was, ho- I was like, oh man, these Taliban dudes are ugly. Like, I don't know why I was thinking like, oh, they'd be real hunks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a bad looking Taliban member. Uh, but like rapists and whatever, but I think they look better. They're kind of like the, the Hicks. Like they're the good old boys of Afghanistan. They're all driving trucks. They all got some big guns. They come into Bravo. God. They the love good God. Good old boys in <laughs> 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 Afghanistan. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like they drive truck. They, they're you know where they live is hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's that's it. That's the end of the and and they're <laughs> religious. They're religious. They they have guns and they like hunting people. I don't know. Yeah. They don't like women. I'm sure. I no. I I think that's the the level that they're at. <laughs> good old boys of Afghanistan. For good old boys of Afghanistan. Put it on it, a shirt. It always it always throws me off. We're just like, I, I know I know very little about Afghanistan. I know that about myself. But then when I look at a map and I realize that how close it is to India, I go, boy, do I really know nothing about Afghanistan? You know, like I'm always just imagining it's like, it, I don't know, a village in Iraq or something. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, that's like really just part like it's like Pakistan, India area. It's like, I don't know shit. I, I mean, I I also don't know shit about Pennsylvania, you know. Like I'm not like, I, like here's what I know. I like I heroin. I know heroin is yeah. big. Yeah, yeah, huge. Or was huge. big. I think the Taliban actually like. Oh, I, th- I thought you, I honestly thought you were still talking about Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, Either they're way. probably big there. <laughs> they love heroin. Yeah, Pennsylvania fireworks, Afghanistan, heroin, heroin, sure, <laughs> Maine. Lobsters. Bernie Sanders. Oh, wait. No, that's Vermont. <laughs> Not good. See, I don't know shit. Um, so why were you? Were, you went to the doctor. What happened? Didn't you say you want me to give you a diagnosis? Sure. Um, I so I talked about this on my solo podcast. I I went to my uh, doctor for the first time in 10 years and I told them that I had uh, bleeding out of my butt and the nurse stuck a finger in my ass. Okay. And she she couldn't tell what was going on, so she referred to me one of her friends. So I went and saw one of her friends, this which is, is a, another doctor, you know. Um, so I went. That's what I did this week. So I had another person's fingers in my ass. Um, it was another nurse. She was a uh, both ladies were uh, attractive ladies, which uh, you know, I I. I only bring that up because it's like it's just an uncomfortable position to be in where you know like we're doing this little bit of i'm gonna call it foreplay she's gonna call it reading off yeah. questions that she needs to know to give me a diagnosis <laughs> but um i'm just the whole time i'm just looking at her hands and i'm just like which finger is she gonna which finger do you <laughs> use it's gotta be the pointer and i was like it's a very small finger it looks manicured so that was great um, I, don't, I don't know if you have you gotten a finger in your ass, Mark. Never. Let me explain to you how it works. They, it's very, you know, they make you feel as comfortable as you can. Um, so what they do is they leave the room. You drop your trowel. You lay on the bed sideways, facing the wall, and they give you like a little tiny napkin to put over your junk, so you're not just flopping out. Yeah. Um, so when I, I knew this was gonna happen. But she did something that didn't happen the last time. She's like, I got to go get a helper. And I was like, um, 
Okay. Look at the big butt on shade. That's what I was like to hold it open. What does that <laughs> mean? Like I need to get the I need to get the ass spreader in here. The ass spreader <laughs> four thousand. I need to get the whole squad in here. So uh, she got to help her. I didn't know. So she sucked the finger in. She did this the sweep. And Mark, I'm it's the same the same exact motion and pressure that you did in elementary school when you were giving kids wet willies. It's the same thing. It's like, like, a, like it's in there and it's like fishing around. I don't know. But Do you then, make sure your butt's really clean before you go? Oh, I want. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm the best patient ever. I used three different soaps on my asshole <laughs> and I, and I pooped afterwards and then I went and I showered again. So she stuck it in there and I was like, okay, I guess that's it. I'm done now. And then she goes, okay, now I'm going to, um, I have a camera. And I was like, don't they usually oh. put you under for that? Yes. I was like hoping that she meant like a digital camera. Cause she's like, oh, she's like, this is the greatest asshole I've ever seen. I need to have put it on my wall, <laughs> but no, she had to suck a probe in there and she goes like, okay, it's going to be a little bit bigger than my finger. Mark, that fucking thing felt like macho man Randy Savage's <laughs> fist. It was insane. Here, if you want to know the exact noise I made when it went into my asshole, sure. I it was involuntary. I'm laying on my side, and she's like, "All right, here we go. Just breathe." And I went, "Ugh, ugh." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what are you, Charlie Brown? (laughs) Dude, I I was like, I don't know how anybody has ever stuck anything in their butt. Like, this is insane. Like when the fingers were in or what is what is the sensation? It is just like, yeah, it's like, get it out of me. God, why am I in this position? Um. Like is, it, is it a ripping or a pressure? Does it make you feel like a, the poop? It's just, a, it's just a pressure. Yes. And that's the other thing. She didn't warn me that when you pull this fucking thing out, it feels like you are taking the biggest shit of your whole life. And she's there with her fucking helper. I'm facing a wall, so I can't even see what's going on. I got like, I still have like a little bit of a cold, so I can't smell. So when she pulled it out, I was like, oh, my God. It, I thought she had like. It's like she had snaked the fucking oh. drain. Like I thought she was like she pulled out all of the shit I've ever had in my body. <laughs> I was like, I, 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 they didn't say anything, and she like spent a little bit too long wiping the, the gel. So I was like, oh, I just shit everywhere. I just shit everywhere. I must have just shit every <laughs> fucking where. But no, it was just that's what it feels like. That camera is just like big enough that it feels like a massive turd. What's wrong with your butt? They, that's the other fucking thing. Did they find out they this is what this is why I don't go to doctors. They don't tell me anything ever. They're just they're just like they give you your best guess. Like like I when I was in uh, when I went to Oswego, I was in so much pain. I couldn't walk anymore. And I had to have some of my friends carry me into a hospital and they ran all these tests and i left a day later without knowing what happened to me they were just like we don't know good luck well if you this happens again we'll try more tests 
And it's like, okay, great. The same thing happened with the butt doctor. She's like, I'm guessing it's a anal fissure. Uh, it's not, you know, your hemorrhoids are okay. They're all internal. So it's a, I just have a, I have a rip in my asshole that apparently I take such inconsistent dumps that every once in a while I eat something too hard and it just rips wide open and I, I bleed for a few days. Like I'm, you know, I'm bloodletting. That's exactly what you don't want. Cause this is where like, if they put that robot in your asshole, Mm-hmm. Like you, you kind of want to find something big, right? You want like, to reason. So earlier this week, they got my blood tests in and like they left me a voicemail, which feels like the voicemail was literally like, hey, this is Dr. So-and-so's office. Please give us a call back as soon as you can. We have your results. And she said it like very, I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I'm dead. Yeah. And I call back and they're like, yeah, yeah, blood's uh, it's good. You got good blood or whatever. You're just like, you need to <laughs> got good blood. You need to drink more water. You're a little, little anemic, but not, not bad anemic, you know, just a little bit. And I was like, I was like, that's it. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, okay. Can you not leave me voicemails? It's like, I thought I had ass cancer. I was like, but yeah, I was, I was, that's what I was hoping as the probe came out i hope she was gonna be like oh boy yeah we got one we got we got a big one yeah but no when they say stuff like what what like i hate when they just start telling you mundane stuff that you could do like in your situation where they're just like because it's you can just tell that they're just trying to qualify why you're there they're just like oh you know you could start eating better drinking more water i i guess you know if you went for a run or something it's like you're just telling me general things for my health that i should be doing like i want something like we got this super experimental cream that's gonna go into your asshole all right and it's gonna grow a tongue in order to take care of those anal fissures you know what i mean like you want something bigger i want something from that was made in the lab you know, yeah, yeah, I I left there with a packet of information of just like exactly it was drink more water, take yeah. spend less time on the toilet. Like she was asking, she I don't do you have this information on hand? This is one of those like doctor questions where they just expect you to like know like uh, like shit offhand that you're like who the fuck would ever know that? She's like how she's like how long do you spend on the toilet? What'd okay, you say? do it. My give you mine. A sure. minute, a minute, two minutes. You know that minute, two minutes. I'm a fast pooper. I'm quick. I'm in and out. So you're not even on your phone then. I barely. I can check two tweets. <laughs> wow. I guess I, I should have qualified it that way because I'm like I'm on Reddit. I yeah. probably I do a few scrolls on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. A flick over to Facebook. A real couple quick. of Mark Barron podcasts. Uh- <laughs> Watch a YouTube clip. I do spend a lot of time. I was just like a lot of time. I spend too much. I probably isn't it like you're time. not supposed to spend more than like five, ten minutes. Sque- she squeeze said it? she said, do never, never go over five. Yeah, it's like never. I'm going to go over. five. <laughs> it's good. It's happening. I was like, so I was like, I'm, I guess I'm going to get one of those because it was all about the how on we don't poop like humans right humans we pooped outside and we were supposed to get in that That's squatting squat. position yeah, yeah, yeah. which is why the squatty potty right that whole thing so i was like i'm just gonna get one of those because like i'm not gonna take a fucking bird dump like mark myra you know i'm not like 
I, I gotta I gotta fucking sit for a little bit here. How often is your stew. movement? I'm shitting like four times a day. Holy that's is a that lot. too much. I don't know. Don't ask. I I do one, maybe two a day. She didn't four even times. ask me that. She didn't ask me quantity. She just asked me quality. She was like, is it soft? And I was like, for the most part, I mean, sometimes it's really soft. And by that I mean wet as fuck dog and we high-fived um but yeah no it's just it's just like take metamucil and drink water and if it keeps on happening we'll do something else and i'm like i'm never coming back here never so this is it i was like you got me you got me for this appointment only if you whatever you gotta stick at me now if not i'm out i'll be i'll just fucking die let's talk about my four-year-old's butthole now all right okay she was having trouble or still does kind of She's so she like was getting constipated. Like okay. I'm talking like probably went like four or five days without taking a dump. Okay. okay. Yeah. And then she would take a dump and it was like watching someone give birth. It was like, w- what was the noise you made? Ugh. Yeah. This was like, oh, like she's crying. She's squeezing. And uh-huh. like a perfectly round ball of shit would come out. And I'm not even kidding. Every time these huge shits would come out of her, we had to go in the toilet with a plunger and break it up because it would clog the toilet because it wouldn't go down the hole. She was like a softball was coming out of a three or four year old. Right. Three, she Impressive. just turned four, three year old. And so we're like, what the hell do do we do? Like she's like because it makes her afraid to take a shit, which makes her more constipated. So she was on a schedule for a while. I've taken a dump every five days and giving birth to softballs of shit. Oh, my God. And, and that's so, like hard ball, hard softball size shits. Yeah. And so we like went to the doctor. We're like, what do we do or what's the problem here? And she's like, the problem that we're running into is whatever. It's kind of like a, what came first, chicken and the egg type of thing. But it's like it's building on itself because. What's happening is she's keeping the shit in her lower intestine in her colon for so long that it has now stretched her colon out because it's sitting in there for so long. So when a normal amount of poop is in there, she doesn't even feel it. She's gaped her colon with hard shits. And now when normal shits are there, she can't even feel like it's it's got no sense of, oh, I got to take a shit. And the oh only time God. she feels like she has to take a shit, it was when she has a fucking baby doll head of shit inside of her. God, your daughter's colon. Is hold like that, the- hold that. What? <laughs> <laughs> Lily is currently <laughs> taking a shit <laughs> and not yelling at me <laughs> about talking about. Oh, her she's shit. just she's just jealous because she's got a little baby bird colon. Well, your <laughs> your daughter's colon is the size of an earlobe on a man that works at a piercing shop. Yeah, yeah. she's she, gaping. She had yeah her her colon was gaped like the sirens and sailors guys. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so, like their ears. Um, so, so I I forgot what we had to do. We just had to like feed her a ton of oatmeal. And get her to shit more, you know, okay. like more constant, and then that would shrink her colon to a a normal size. So it's not just like is she down. is she good now? She's she poops maybe once or twice a day. It's it's okay. still it's 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 like a um a baseball now, yikes! Instead of a softball, that's some scary shit, man. Like literally, literally like, nice. 
Thank you. Um, I, I forget, like, one of my history classes, it was just, like, about there was some some king or something like that that was being um, – is being so nice during like a presentation or a performance like that. He held his piss in for so long that it like his bladder exploded and died. And I think about that every time I'm what holding my pee hell? in for more than like a minute. And that dude, I didn't ever thought about holding in your poop. And that, that would colon. expand where they were going to be like, Oh shit. It's like, it's, if it grows any bigger, it's going to blow. All right. This, this story came from a, um, a friend of mine that was, he he was kind of a liar. I don't know. He was kind of a weirdo, dude. But okay. he told me that his grandpa didn't like the feeling of going poop. So his grandpa used to like take like laxatives daily so he could just do diarrhea. Oh, but then be- because he did that, um, his butthole shrunk so much that he could never get a solid poop out of it <laughs> like the you know the sphincter hole got so weak that it was almost closed in on itself and he could just get a stream of <laughs> diarrhea <laughs> this podcast is so stupid <laughs> i'm trying to think of what was the what was the internet shock site where there was like the guy streaming diarrhea <laughs> was it <laughs> Was it E fucked or F U C T something or that's I mean that's the, probably the website it was on but it was like Lemon Party wasn't that right that was Lemon just Party old, old guys yeah you know it what was, I've never yeah I've never seen uh, I think it's called like Blue Waffle okay I've never yeah. seen that that's I mean what is it seen the other stuff it's like a isn't it like an asshole I don't know I thought. I thought it was a butthole. Like it's been so long. I, I think the problem is, and maybe your group of friends were the same way. Like we watch so much bullshit that when like normal humans that don't search out somebody ha- hammering a nail into their penis, you know, are just like, oh, did you see that gross thing? And we're like, yeah. it's like they show it's it's called it's called a lemonade pitcher and you're like okay yeah. what's lemonade pitcher and it's like just a dude drinking piss out of a lemonade pitcher and you're like yeah what is this what is this for kids or something yeah. <laughs> what he's just drinking piss no biggie you know i'm so i'm so desensitized from watching all that shit now that's like people are reacting like you know like can you believe this the milk crate challenge i'm like what are they doing? Are they sticking the entire milk crates in their <laughs> in the asshole? asshole? Yeah. And like, no, they're just climbing. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Talk yeah, to it, me it, when it, they're putting their dick in a milk crate and then attaching it to a yeah. truck or something. Oh, and I'll my be God. Like, oh, OK, I'll watch it. Oh, my God. They ate a, a milk crate full of human shit. Oh, they just go walking on it. Oh, yeah. no biggie. Yeah. My uh, favorite milk crate challenge, though, because I was watching those for a while, was <laughs> one where a cop because like i don't know i don't know why like i'm not making any judgments it seems to be mostly african-americans doing the milk crate challenge right <laughs> yeah like i, think I don't it started know. here i think it started here in rochester, rochester. yeah and like i, I don't know what, what the reasoning is but like there was like a a cop that was there and he was doing that like community outreach bullshit that they do so he <laughs> he's doing the milk crate challenge right yeah. and he's all the way at the top and he's about to do the descending, right? Like going down the stairs. <laughs> and some dude kicks out the milk crates from under the car and just eats shit. And of course, everybody's just like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> like, 
happy to see this guy get his neck broken. Dude, where are people getting all these fucking milk crates? Wagmans. You can just go and ask for a milk crate? No, absolutely not. That, that's my question. Like, that is that a stereotype I didn't know that like black people always have a lot of milk crates? I think it's just like any any place that sells milk, like a, a convenience store or something. Just get it from there. All right, we got to go to the patron because I want to talk about um, how one of my goats is almost dead. Oh man, I think we talked about your goat. The last uh, no, well, was, I gotta, that, was that off the pod? I think it may have been off the pod, but this is an update, uh, anyways. There's an okay. update on the goat. Goat update. Yeah, so we'll go to uh, patreoncom uh, the gentleman's club. It's only four dollars a month, and uh, you get a little extra podcast. Uh, you get podcasts early. You get to name my baby. Patreon.com slash the gentleman's club. Find out if that's a lie or not. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Yep. All right. Bye, poor people.